Previously heard on Good Hope FM. Our friends of the League of the Blind are chatting to us this morning. We'll find out what is happening today. They're also celebrating 85 years of service to blind and visually impaired persons. Good morning and welcome to Good Hope FM. Good morning, Stan. It's Heidi. It's always good to be chatting to you and to the listeners of Good Hope FM. Happy, happy New Year, Heidi. Happy New Thank Year. Thank you and the very same to you. Listen here. Congratulations. 85 years of amazing service to blind and visually impaired persons. Wow. Oh, we are truly, truly ecstatic about it, Stan, and incredibly humbled by, you know, the experience and the journey that this organization has traveled and the difference that we are able to make in blind and visually impaired persons' lives. So I'm particularly thrilled to be part of this work, um, even as a person who myself has come through this program and benefited as a blind person. Heidi, talk to me quickly, uh, just in terms of the organization, obviously it has a massive history being established during the apartheid era, uh, when a, a time, I mean a crucial time when services to people of color was not readily available. Where did all of this begin? How did it start? Sam Salofa was, um, was started by a gentleman called Isaac Jacobs. He himself was a blind man and because of his color, he was denied access to the only school for the blind that existed then. So, you know, because the school out in Worcester only catered for people who was white, um, there was, of course, nothing happening in Cape Town for people of colour. And realising his plight and the plight of many other black blind persons, Isaac Jacobs then set about to start, a, you know, this movement. So he toured the various provinces of South Africa and established little groups called Friends of the Blind. And those groups were then responsible for taking care of the social needs of blind people. At the same time, when he visited those provinces, um, he also then hosted concerts because in, in spite of the fact that he had no formal education at 17, he had an art for making good music and he played the violin and raised funds while touring through the provinces and setting up these groups. And on his return to Cape Town, he used that funds and then formed the League of Friends of the Blind, which at that time was then primarily responsible for serving the school that um, was out in Belleville, you know, with accommodation for people and then also seeing to people's social needs. Wow, absolutely amazing story. How have you guys kept this legacy alive? Man, you know, Stan, and as we, as I've just said, you know, so through the years, of course, education was something that was very important to Isaac Jacobs. As you can see, you know, the work that he started was really to support the school out in Belleville. So education has been something that's been a very pivotal part of Isaac Jacobs' world, you know, being denied access to education because of his color. So, you know, we very, very much, although we thrive a lot, and a lot of our work is based around independence development, we put a lot of work into, you know, it creating educational opportunities for people who are blind and visually impaired. Shouting to Heidi Falkman all the way from League of the Friends of the Blind. Can you share maybe, I don't know, a recent success story of a blind or visually impaired learner who's received support from the organization while attending a mainstream school? I mean, is that even possible? Yes, it is. Stan, just to remind all our good FM friends out there, you remember the story of Jodie Clark two years ago when she became blind in grade 10 at Fairmount High School. She then, of course, came to LOFAB, we rehabilitated her, and then we, of course, integrated her back into Fairmount High School, where she matriculated last year. Amazing. One story that really stood out for me this year, Stan, we have a gentleman who's relocated from the Eastern Cape to Cape Town to access services for people who are 
blind. He went blind um, in grade 6 at the age of 12 years old. And because there was no support services in the Eastern Cape, he, of course, left school. So when he walked through Lofob's doors last year, he said, this is my wish to complete my schooling and I only have a grade 6. So we've done some work. We connected him with a night, an ABET program in Drossy Park. And Friday we received his results. We registered him for three subjects and he passed all three of those subjects after being out of school for more than 20 years. Wow. Brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. Heidi Fogwen chatting to us. Heidi, this, of course, is phenomenal, just to say the least. If anyone is out there who feels that they would like to get involved in this worthy cause, what can they do to support the League of the Friends of the Blind? You know, Stan, so we always encourage people to be donating to LOFOB, you know, to, you know, if you'd like to give some funds towards any of the programs we do, we, we always appreciate that. But just in terms of this education program with school starting on Wednesday, we have almost 20 blinded, visually impaired learners that will be mainstreamed this year again. So throughout the, the Western Cape, we have um, blind learners, at, blind or partially sighted learners at many different schools. We're really looking to grow our support program. So if there's anybody that's a retired teacher or you're a subject um, expert and you'd like to come and volunteer your time and services with tutoring of our learners and supporting people through the program, we'd be very happy to welcome you on board. Heidi, thank you so much for your time. Have a great Monday. Thank you, Stan. Big thank you, Heidi Fogvan, all the way from the League of the Friends of the Blind. They do amazing work. Get in contact with him today. They are here to stay. Check it out. Good Hope FM. Good Hope FM. Co. Now.